Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. And yes, in fact, we are Computer and Technology Radio. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier. We're going to bring you all the news and reviews, everything tech-related, and thank you for joining us. Happy to have you here. How are good, you, Marsha? Good to see everybody. I mean, the holiday season is upon us. Nah. The We're not going into the numbers, but unprecedented amounts of shopping. Yeah. Online yeah. and in person. I was in a store the other day. It was insane. Yeah, that's Crowded with people. That's why I'm doing all my shopping online. Right. Yeah, no, I hear uh, people, the stores are crowded. They're talking about a big holiday season, which is certainly good for the universe. Well, uh, one of the problems with it is there's been a major surge in buy now, pay later, which right. is, some of our listeners might remember we used to have layaway. Yeah, Do you sure, remember layaway? Oh, sure. You used to go into yeah, a store, you'd give them a couple bucks and you'd yeah, pay so much each week. Said, yeah. Yeah. And then you'd finally get your item, but buy now, pay later. Right. They set up that you buy now and you pay in installments. Yeah. And the deal is there's little or no interest charged to you for these. Right. And there's no hard hit on your credit report. So, yeah, exactly. But unfortunately, people may end up in a whole lot of debt. We'll, we'll have to see what happens. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. So, uh, Tesla seems to always be in the news about something. Speaking of things you're going to spend money on or yeah, not. Exa- well, <laughs> if you had several years ago put down 100 bucks to uh, reserve the Tesla, what they call their Cybertruck, which is the weirdest thing I've ever seen. It's just a strange-looking well, thing. Why don't we talk about that for a second? <laughs> yeah. Well, do you mean the way it looks? Yes. Yeah. Well, before we talk about the way it looks, so you were supposed to pay 40 grand for the truck. That was what? Tesla right. said it was going to cost right. you, right? Uh, and then you had to put, um, you know, assume whatever you were going to get it for ultimately. Well, the ultimately came out to about $61,000. I mean, that's ridiculous. When you put down money and suddenly they jack up the price from 40 to 60, that's crazy. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it goes as high with in their cyber beast up to almost a hundred thousand dollars. Well, let's talk about what makes it a cyber beast. Yeah. First of all, for sixty grand, sixty-one thousand dollars, you get a real rear-wheel drive vehicle. Right. Which for a truck, you might want to jump up to a four-wheel drive, uh, probably. Yeah. Okay. Uh, zero to sixty miles per hour for sixty thousand dollars. What six point six seconds? Yeah. Fast enough for me. I mean, that's not fast in the world of fast cars. Fast right, but the, it's a you know, truck. Three seconds, three and a half seconds. Yeah, but right. Technically, you're supposed to have, be having stuff in the back. Uh, theory, right. Theory, right. And it has an estimated range of 250 miles. Yeah, which is not wonderful, but okay. Now, what do you get for 80,000? Uh, for 80, well, for 80 grand, you get a 4.1 second, zero to 60. You, get, you know, you get 340 <laughs> miles, a little better. Uh, jacks up the price to almost uh, twenty grand, and let's see. So that's the uh, eighty thousand. What do you get for a hundred grand? Well, the top speed's only one hundred and twelve miles per hour, which I thought was interesting. Right, six hundred horsepower. Yeah, and towing capacity of eleven thousand pounds. And we right. don't know the numbers on the 
61,000. Right. For some reason, they don't have them. I don't know why, but okay. Now, the Cyber Beast, which is, I have no idea why anybody wants. Nor do I. Yeah. Uh, You get a range of 320 miles, which is 20 miles less than the all-wheel drive version. Yeah, which is interesting. (laughs) You do get to 60 in 2.6 seconds. Yay. (laughs) Top speed is 130 miles an hour. Let's hear yay. Yay. (laughs) Horsepower. What is that? Big horsepower, 845, Uh, you know, over 600. I mean, that's big horsepower. No question about it. You know, the average car is 200, 300. You know, in the old days, a hot car was 400. Uh, Yeah, towing capacity is the same, 11,000 pounds as the all-wheel drive one. Right, for 100 grand. And I'm going to assume the Cyber Beast is all-wheel drive as well. Yep. And how much does the Cyber Beast cost? (laughs) $100,000 for the Cyber Beast. Um, (laughs) I I don't know. I'm sorry. All right, so let's go, go back to the original. What do you think of the look? Uh, okay, with its lights on, because because I stare at the pictures and I go, right. where are the headlights? Well, there aren't any real headlights. It's a bar of lights across right. the the top of the car where the hood meets the front end. Mm-hmm. So I think that's weird. <laughs> I mean, this is a car that to me looks like it should be in Back to the Future. You know, it's not exactly a DeLorean. I mean, if I see one of these on the road, I'm just, I don't know. I don't know. You know, today, apparently, you can put down your uh, refundable deposit of $250. But, you know, one add-on, excuse me, one add-on before we go more into this truck is I had forgotten about this, and I read an article when they were talking about the Cybertruck. Do you remember the sports car that Elon said was coming out? No, no, no. Okay. He came out with a sports car to be determined, and I think they said it was 2016. If you wanted the car, you could either put down, I think it was 50000 to reserve it, or for some odd reason, and I'm not sure why you would want to do this, you could pay for the whole thing. Gah. So, right? <laughs> Guess how much the whole thing was? Mm. $250,000. Well, the thing is, to me, I will bet you that the next round of Cybertrucks is going to be more expensive. It beats an F-350 diesel in a truck, Paul. Yay. I I was waiting for it. That's right. (laughs) Because we care. Just flip back to this other thing for a second. The 250,000. A lot of people put down 250 grand seven years ago. And apparently, according to the article I read, that saved Tesla from going bankrupt. They needed all that money that they raised so they didn't go bankrupt. Mm-hmm. And do you have your car that you put down 250000 No, I'm going to assume they refunded the money. <laughs> they did not, apparently. <gasps> the really? Money has, the money has, as far as I can see, they have not refunded the money. You still have your 250000 on deposit, and the car has never been mentioned since. Do you find that a little shady? That's weird. Yeah, look it up. That's weird. I'm going to do research this weekend. Do you know what it was called? You know, just put Tesla Tesla sports car. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember what the actual official name of it was, but you know, they said that if they if he hadn't raised that money, the company would have gone bankrupt. Um, 
Musk said he expects to hit 250,000. That's a quarter of a million a year. And uh, I I think the EV, I don't think, I know for a fact that the EV market is just languishing. Right. Anybody who wanted an EV has bought an EV. You would think a lot of people have. And people who want a truck, yeah, this is all great and wonderful, but I don't know how it's going to be. And I'm not a giant Ford fan, but I don't know how it's going to be a good, solid Ford truck that has the bed set up. You know, it can hold uh, plywood. It can hold – you know what I mean? It's The truck is made for being a truck. Right. This is just a novelty. Yeah. I, I just. I mean, at least the Hummer was a unique m- novelty, right? Yeah, and I never liked the Hummer either, but a lot I of people did. I like the Hummer. Yeah. I, I, I like the whole thing about the Hummer. Right. But the point is, again, you're still going to have to charge this puppy. Right. And if it has all this more mileage and all this, it's going to take longer to charge. So you're going to have to use a Tesla power charger. The charger, yeah, which is 11 1200 yeah. bucks if you so want if it in you your home. So if you rent, good luck. <laughs> Yep. In charging your vehicle. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. You know, I I read and I don't know if I mentioned it, that the CEO of Toyota nearly lost his job by saying, we are not going deep into EVs. We're investing in hybrids. Right. And he's right. hit the jackpot like a slot machine mm-hmm. because people want, if if they're going to go electric at all, they like having the backup of a gas engine that you can fill anywhere. Yeah, that's really interesting. By the way, the uh, car was called the Tesla Roadster. Ah. And I'm looking at an article, and it's kind of funny, actually. It says, um, if you had taken Tesla in December of 2017, which was 23 bucks a share, if you had taken that 250 and just bought Tesla stock instead mm-hmm. of reserving the car, mm-hmm. according to this, it would have been worth $2.6 million. So, well, did you do that? I did not. No, <laughs> I did not. Uh, really didn't feel like putting down $250,000 for a car that so far hasn't come out. You know, 2017, you know, I, apparently. I'm just looking at pictures of the Cybertruck. It's, I don't know. Uh, I'm not seeing it. Uh, unless you're buying it, you're a rich person buying it for a novelty. Right. Yeah. Okay. But as far as a pickup truck, which is supposed to, or a a truck, uh, and they're comparing it, you know, to working vehicles, right? right? This is not does not look like a working vehicle to me. You hit this with something, and yeah, it looks like out of Star what was Star Galactica, Blade Runner. Galactica. It looks Blade Runner, Blade uh, Runner. One of those, yeah, exactly. Yeah. By the way, the cheapest version mm-hmm. is not available to two thousand twenty five. <laughs> so you can't even buy this now, even if you want the cheaper version, you can't get it. So now you're going to have to spend eighty to a hundred thousand. Uh, the Cyber Beast of allegedly will be available uh, in twenty twenty four. Uh huh. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, you know. You know anybody me, who's out there listening? You know you can find us on Twitter or on our Facebook page, Computer and Technology Radio. Um. 
when you listen to this episode, comment on Facebook. Yeah, what do you think of that? And let us know what you think. Are you going to get a Cybertruck? I'm not. I mean, I think it's cool looking and all that, but why would I waste that kind of money in this economy and with the inflation that we're facing? Right. Wow, steak was seventeen dollars a pound. Yeah. Really? Is that I what mean, it is? I don't know how much food anything costs unless I buy it in the. Uh, well, my husband told me because he went to the market. Oh, there you go. And uh, hey, I went to Amazon Fresh last night. By the way, their rotisserie chickens are head and shoulders above all the other markets. Really, yeah, that's good. what you said. Yeah, uh, really I, good. We had I've one had last Costco's, night. I've had Costco's, but I haven't had it from yeah, Amazon. Yeah, but Costco injects all kinds of stuff into them Probably. as far as I – from what I've heard. Actually, the best fried chicken, Ralph's. <laughs> For seven ninety nine, it's like nine pieces of chicken. Yeah, we don't eat that. You know, yeah. I think I that's mean, a once a year deal for us. Well, yeah, maybe. fried. You don't really want to eat a lot of fried food, but when you do, I'm telling you, you will not regret if you have not had Ralph's fried chicken. Go for it. So, so speaking, uh, so speaking of uh, Elon, yeah, seems Starlink has uh, made made another uh, move. Yeah, Amazon apparently. is yeah. going to be doing business with SpaceX. I mean, it's really interesting. Uh, Bezos and Musk, uh, you know, have not been the friendliest over the world, uh, over, you know, over the years. But apparently Friday, the e-commerce giant secured a trio of rocket launches with SpaceX that'll help Amazon deploy their project Kuiper, I guess it's Kuiper. called? Kuiper. Kuiper. Is that what it is, Kuiper? Mm-hmm. Its own satellite internet system. Uh, it's very interesting. So that's a marriage that you didn't think was ever going to happen. <laughs> I don't know that we need more satellites up there. Haven't we got enough crap? I mean, the Kuiper network is set to span over 3,200 satellites. That's a lot of satellites. It's a lot. And Elon's already got, I'm sure, tens of thousands. Oh, probably. For SpaceX. Yeah, they're going to launch in 2025. Starlink. Uh, So I don't know. Just... uh, I guess Starlink is busy doing other things. You know, and they couldn't, you know. Well, they're putting up their their internet satellites. Yeah. Uh, So, well, but Amazon hired SpaceX. Is Blue Origin dead? Is Jeff uh, Bezos too busy being engaged? Yeah. (laughs) And spending big money elsewhere? Yeah, maybe so. Uh, But, yeah, this says uh, Blue Origin United Launch Alliance Ariane. Arion Space, I don't even know what that is, suffered uh, setbacks in getting their next generation rockets off the ground on time. So it's an interesting world. And do you know anybody that actually has a Starlink internet service? Nope. Yeah, neither do I. Nope. Um, Nobody. If you, you know, if you got one, let yeah, us know. Yeah, mention how it's it on out. our Facebook page. Let us know what you think of it. Uh, yeah, it would be interesting to see if people are happy with it. Because initially it was much slower than they said it was going to be. Then the supposed. Well, I have heard now it's super fast. Yeah, I don't know. So. Yeah, it's interesting. Okay, we Um, don't talk about the environment a whole lot on this show, but I came across a story that I think we have to consider. So if you think of water and how we have such problems with water. Right. There is not enough water. Um, 
a Bitcoin transaction uses as much water, it's a single transaction, right. as a backyard swimming pool. Um, the water use of cryptocurrency transaction is 6.2 million times higher than a credit card, you know, than using your credit card. And why is that? It has to cool all the computers along the way. Right. And they're all water cooled. Yeah. So according to the, to the article, it was in Fast Company, Bitcoin consumed in 2021 more than 1,600 gigaliters of water worldwide with every single transaction on the blockchain using 1,600 liters of water. 16,000, excuse me, right. which is 6.2 million times more than every time we swipe a credit card. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, pools hold about, I don't know, between 15 and 20,000 gallons typically. And they evaporate. They also evaporate. They, they evaporate all the time. Yeah. Which, exactly. Which actually puts the water back into the environment. So okay. I, you know, the, I can live Along with that. Along with the chlorine that's in your pool. Yeah. Well, I think. Yeah, I think chlorine destroys when it, but whatever. But the water footprint is very important. I mean, we have to worry about sustainability here. And nobody's talking about this. You know, a couple of people whine about uh, private jets and how they hurt the environments. Mm -hmm. But the paper by these experts compared the water footprint of footprint of Bitcoin in the United States to the water usage of 300,000 U.S. households. Yeah, that's insane. And households only consume 10% of their water withdrawal. So, I mean, we are killing ourselves not to use water, killing our lawns, killing our plants. Right. While Bitcoin people are just getting richer by using the water. I don't know what happens to the water. Nothing in this article says it's renewable. <laughs> right. Oh, <laughs> Once it's been isn't. through that. It probably isn't. Yeah. So there you go. Yeah, Want that's kind of crazy, isn't it? Yeah, this is bad. This is yeah. just bad. Well, okay. I, I, now you're shaming me into selling my private jet. Yeah, sure. Sure. Yeah, we just parked out at Van Nuys Airport. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's a little model, though. It's not the big kind. It's oh, just kind Mark. of a tiny one. Oh, Mark. It's just a little tiny one. Okay, so um, we have a couple of tips for you, which is, you know, we like to give you tips. And, Mark, you came up with one on WhatsApp. Yeah, WhatsApp has apparently a secret code that's making it easier to hide your private chats. Hide from now, who? Uh, whoever gets hold of your phone. Who You know, I don't know. Uh, they have a secured and made the secured message app. Uh, added a thing called chat lock that lets you move to a private folder. It can only be open with a biometric login or device password. Um, and so what they call private discussions can be locked with a separate password. So I guess what they're saying is, you know, if people, if you don't want someone to hack into your phone and see what's there, they're what they call end to end encryption. And, but you may not want to delete the text. You may want to keep it for whatever reason. So this now gives Black you a mail. secret code. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, entirely possible. Um, you can only uh, d- be discovered by typing the secret code in the space uh, in the search bar. So it gives you an extra protection. So if you're keeping it, you want to probably use that. Otherwise, most people, I think, who use WhatsApp just 
delete their text because I don't delete my texts. I like to keep my texts. I like to read back on them. But to tell you the truth, I see a flaw in this whole idea. If you're not really hiding something, seriously hiding something, right. okay? Um, if heaven forbid something happens to you, and the text stream in your secret folder mm-hmm. might be something that might give up the person, the people, you know, who did bad things to you, right? To the police, they can't get into it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's very interesting. I I don't know what to make of it. I, like I say, I'm not one that keeps text for no reason. I just it's clutter to me. You know, if I if I send somebody a text, I mean, and I don't do anything texting that's important, frankly. You know, no, neither uh, do I. I delete a lot of my texts, but like yeah. I keep my daughter's texts, right? Because half the time I don't remember what she's telling me. <laughs> <laughs> so then I use the search function. I said, "Hmm, did we say something about Hanukkah? Search yeah, right, Hanukkah." Exactly. So yeah. that's what I use it for. There you go. Which is coming up, I think, this week, this next weekend. Yeah, uh, I early believe this year. so. Yeah, yeah. Um, so apparently, OpenAI chatbot uh, has came out around November of uh, of 22, so a little bit better than a year. And apparently two months into it, it was actually the fastest growing app of all time, which is not a surprise to me. You can't look at anything in the news anymore in any sector, whether it's on the SAG after strike because they were worried about, you know, chat GPT writing um, shows and whatever to the impact of uh, Sam Altman, who, you know, went away and then came back. But uh, apparently they have, you know, so now we're a year into this thing. So they recommend that to use it as what they call a, a helpful starting point, you know, getting started in a project. You know, uh, how do I write a story about cooking, what, you know, whatever it is. And then from there, take the suggestions and create your own use. You know, you don't I have use seen more thing. stories on the Internet and some from legit sources that were so badly written, I can't believe that any editor would hire a bad enough writer to have written these stories. Right. Yeah. And I think this is less about professional writers, although that's a big deal. You're right. I mean, I'm sure there are books out there now that are published probably on Amazon that have been entirely written. Oh, absolutely. Amazon had to cut down the amount of submissions people could do because so, per day because right. people were doing chat gpt books one after another right so you know that's sad but you know the whole thing where the strike we had here in hollywood had a right. lot to do as you mentioned sure and i was offered i do voiceover and the deal came my way and i looked at it and one of the, because I'm non-union, so it said in there, if your voice is recognizable, mm-hmm. you'll be getting a $10,000 bonus. Nice. For, but did you get the keyword? If your voice if. is recognizable. Yeah. All they have determine? to do is put it through AI. Right. And, and it's not it. you anymore. Right. And you did the work. And you sat in the studio. You did the work. Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. So, I mean, one, also one of the things that chat GPT, chat GPT is that it doesn't always understand everything you're writing in it. Yep. Uh, they call it uh, hallucinations or nonsensical responses. Interesting. That was a new definition put in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, hallucinations, referring yeah. to AI. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of interesting. It, apparently, it perceives a pattern that's either non-existent or imperceptible to human observers. So, uh, so that was a problem. You know, your first year into GPT. Uh, with the election, there's a lot of misinformation out there, and they're worried about the information that comes on the Internet or whatever is not real. You well, know, some software engineers working at Samsung were put in priority code to write new code for their jobs. And man, oh, man, they got in real trouble because this was proprietary to Samsung and they put it in chat GPT. Once you put stuff in chat GPT where you want it to write something for you. Right. It's the property of chat GPT, open AI. Sure. Yeah, of course. And a lawyer cited fictional cases that ChatGPT had made up in a legal brief. Mm -hmm. And worst of all, we're not going to talk about it, but the problems that went on with OpenAI and their CEO getting fired and rehired and Microsoft's investment, and that's a whole big uh, Wall Street thing. Right. But the bottom line is it's rumored in the tech community that they have discovered the AI, the AI that can unencrypt anything. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing about the, the open AI circus was ethics. Yeah. And this is scary. Where they're going with it, I'm not real happy. But what scares me is what people are doing. Yeah. It's, it's going to be an interesting thing going forward. So, uh, all right. So, uh, best, uh, not best buy, uh, PC Mag came out with what they considered to be some of their best items for the year if you're looking to buy things. So we'll give you a couple of those in each category or one in each category. Uh, their number one, which was price-wise, not too terrible. It's their Asus ZenBook 14 time OLED uh, ultra portable laptop. It's got the highest rating of 4.5 and it sells for about $1,500. Uh, along with um, the Apple laptop, which was also in the same rating. So, so if you're looking for a nice laptop to be in the category of things that you know that you want to get, that are uh, well, the, Apple laptop was way down there. So, well, <laughs> interestingly enough, and it's funny on that list because the rating was the same for some reason. Exactly, but yeah. who knows? It's the probably the price as tested. Probably, uh, the, you know, on the mobile side. Apple and Samsung, Apple uh, iPhone 15 Pro Max, and the Samsung Galaxy 23, S23 tied. But they, uh, they you know, and they made a special category for mid-range phone pricing and right. budget phone pricing. Right. So it's a little difficult to go over these things because it's not always comparing apples to apples. Because do you it's really apples need to Android? <laughs> do you really need OLED? To yeah. read the news on your tablet? Do you right. really? No, yeah. you don't. You really yeah. don't. Yeah. <laughs> uh, By the so way, one of the things I did get, and this is a gift idea, and I'm throwing mm -hmm. it in at the wrong time. You know I use Gunner glasses. Yep. Yeah, those are from great. From Gunner Optics, mm -hmm. and they're not a sponsor or anything. No. But they had a fabulous Cyber Monday sale, and I now buy reading glasses from them. Mm-hmm. And they have, I don't need a whole lot of correction, so only a 1 or a 1.5, just a little bit of correction. Lucky you, I have like a 19. They had them for $20 a pair. And plus, they have computer glasses 
so that you can read a tablet sitting outside in the sun mm-hmm. that are like sunglasses, but they work and you can read a computer, which yeah. has always been something, you know, even in the days when I used to use the uh, Kindle, you couldn't read it outside too well. No, it was very difficult to read. So they have a solution over there, and they're having great sales, so I do recommend Gunner Optics. Okay. Uh, in the smartwatch category, they like the Apple Series 9, which I just upgraded to after about probably four or five years of having the older one. I finally decided, okay, maybe it's time to upgrade it. Uh, you can get them at around $329 and up on uh, Amazon. So smart. are you still using a smartwatch? No, I I don't have I have a smartwatch and I quit wearing it cuz I'd rather wear a real watch. But I'm not doing that. I wear a fitness band. So, and I'm waiting for the new one to come out because Google did buy Fitbit. And Fitbit is starting to not produce as many phone as uh, as many bands as they did before. Mm-hmm. And they're getting smaller and smaller, so I'll I'll wait and see if Google comes out with a fitness ban. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, this is well, one the story keeps disappearing on me. I don't know why it just keeps going, but there is a really weird thing that's on here, and that's the where did it go? I don't want to lose it because it was so interesting. Uh, there are weights that you can buy that actually electronically increase the size of the weight. Uh, and it's fascinating. And it just the story, there's some glitch in the story. So, Marsha, if you can see what I'm talking about on there, because it's disappeared from my screen. But it's an electronic uh, weight from 5 to, I think it's 50 pounds. And, shoot, I have to keep looking for it because I thought it well, was so fast. Well, anyway, so there's some electronic weights out there. And they were, by the way, about $700, so they were not cheap. Yeah, I mean, the best tech, just like the Cybertruck, is not going to be cheap and probably not on your Christmas list. Yeah, I just found it, by the way. Nordic Track, I select voice-controlled dumbbells, mm. adjusting from 5 to 50 pounds. Oh, I'm going to spend money on that, you bet. But you can talk to it with your Alexa. I mean, you know, and that's worth the manufacturer's – this is actually kind of interesting because the price they say is 429 On Amazon, it's $700. I don't know if it's that – I haven't seen that normally where the price is so dramatically different than the manufacturer's retail. It must be Christmas Yeah, time, you know, that's the thing. Before you press buy on anything, do a Google search on the model number and the right. product yep. and see who else has it. I've I found some much better deals than I was going to buy. Uh, at, at that time. Yeah, now, real exactly. quick, we got 10 tech gifts um, that ZDNet thinks are the best 10 gifts. The first one is an iRobot Roomba J7 Plus, the best all-around gift. Let me just tell you, if you give me a vacuum cleaner, <laughs> yeah, right. uh, that to me is not the best all-around gift, especially... When it costs regularly eight hundred dollars, but it's for sale at Walmart for six nineteen. Are you saying if your husband bought you a vacuum cleaner as a gift, you wouldn't find that romantic? This happened once. Ah. I got a Roomba. It got he, returned. He it got returned. Uh oh. They were cute. They the were next, a clever idea. And the next thing, well, but they're selling like hotcakes. People love them. Okay. And, 
just keeps denting furniture at my house when I tried it. So, you know. Right. Then the Echo Show 8 display, which is nice and cheap, uh, $150, but on sale for $105. Mm-hmm. I just stay away from Amazon electronic devices because I don't want all the commercials. Yep. Now, the next one is the Aura Ring, which you've used. Yeah, a long time ago. It's a fitness ring. Yeah. Uh, and actually, it's an excellent product, but now they've made it where you have to pay a subscription. Right. I'm not paying a subscription. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. And that's a bad idea to give a gift to somebody and they get stuck with a subscription. Yeah, and then they have to be, unless you're going to give them five years worth of uh, subscription, excuse me, uh, subscription payments. Well, the next is the Apple AirTag, which I think is great. Yeah, you like those. Yeah. Uh, $29 a piece. And they had some great, great, great uh, good Friday and Cyber Monday sales on it. And I'm sure we're going to see it on sale again. So. In the article I'm reading, they didn't even put a price because, you know, they'll probably mark down somewhere. Right. And the next one is the KitchenAid Classic Stand Mixer. You know that mixer you always see in the commercials and at somebody's house where they're making bread. Yeah, it looks exactly like it did 1940. Exactly. And that's 270 at Best Buy. And if people have one, they keep it up on a shelf. Yep. Do you have one? Uh, yeah, my wife uses it all the time. Well, see, your wife uses it. Yep. Uh, my Looks daughter has like one that. up on the shelf. Yep. And uh, I never bought one because I'm never going to use it. So there's that. No, right. The Amazon Kindle Paperwhite without ads is 160 bucks. Yep. I still don't like reading books on a, on a tablet. Right. Just, I don't. And then Link Card which is a card where you hand it to people and they can tap their phone on it and the contact information goes in. There you go. All right. Why you uh, don't tap your, and it's $15, which is certainly cheap enough. Well, why you don't just tap your phone or send it through share. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Uh, All right. We should move on real quick to a real quick buy of the week. Uh, okay. Because uh, it's a good one. So it's time to search this planet, the universe, and Amazon for the buy of the week. Thank you, Marsha. Okay, so Marsha swears by these. I haven't used the, the all-in-one wireless super tank, but Canon's G3 2000 all-in-one uh, printer. Uh, it allows, of course, mobile printing. And it is a really good price. I mean, normally it was one, it was two twenty nine ninety nine. Get it on Amazon for one twenty nine ninety nine. So you're you're saving a hundred bucks on it. Uh, it comes with a uh, refillable ink and integrated ink tank. So, Marcia, since you use this kind of printer, you really like these. Okay, the one I have is an Epson, which I'm sure there's sales on too. <laughs> so right. you know, but if you somebody needs a printer. To get them the kind of printer where you can refill the tanks yourself right. instead of spending 40 to $50 on a color mm-hmm. and the whole thing to stop working if one of your colors is down to 10%. It just, it's ludicrous. They were making money on printers, on the ink versus the printers. 
I have to tell you that having a super tank type printer in my house made a huge difference. It's the one we keep in the house, not in the home office. Right. And it's wireless and you can use it, everybody, uh, everyone in the house. So it's great. Yeah. All right. Well, that is the uh, the buy of the week. And again, you can get that on Amazon and it is available for <clears throat> all of a sudden my voice is going today. Uh, it's available for $129 and you can get it on Amazon and it's uh, Canon, which I'm a fan of Canon uh, products. So, so real quick, we're running out of time. We always talk too much. Our top 10 in streaming, courtesy of yeah. realgood.com. Go. Well, What's the okay, top 10 so, movies? And yeah, I don't understand the first one. <laughs> Elf, you mean? Oh, no, that's top five. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't either. I, I, I've got to <laughs> believe that this is going to be remade. That just, just doesn't happen unless there's a new version of it. But planes, trains, and automobiles. Well, you I know, mean, Steve we know everybody loves John Candy. Oh, John Candy. I mean, great. John Candy in a movie is a guaranteed pleasant time. Yeah, I mean it was fun. I don't like you say. I don't know why it's up there as number one all of a sudden because it's a probably a thirty-five year old movie. Uh, the killer, uh, fascinating kind of study on a serial killer, not a serial killer, a hitman. Uh, so that's decent. Michael Fassbender, The Haunting in Venice, uh, which was entertaining. Uh, Elf. I guess we're getting into Christmas time, and Elf is generally around during Christmas time. Uh, number five, The Hunger Games, uh, the original. The new one's coming out soon. Uh, the Grinch uh, on FUBU. National, yeah, there's a lot of Christmas stuff. National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, which was which a very Which is funny a movie. really funny movie. It's number seven, and it's on Hulu and Max, and worth giving yep. it a try. Yep. How the Grinch Sold Christmas is number uh, eight. Die Hard, which is became, I don't know why, I guess there was some Christmas reference. It happened during Christmas. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess that's why, you know, that I re vaguely remember some Christmas stuff. And so everybody talks about Die Hard as a Christmas movie. And number 10, Blue Beetle, which I happened to watch recently. It was entertaining. Very entertaining. What about cool. TV? Uh, TV, series, streaming. I love it. And I hate it when they drop one episode a week. Yep. So, but you can jump in and start watching Fargo on Hulu. It's good. I'm watching and it. FX. It's good. Yep. yep. There's very I lots like of it. people like it. Yep. A Murder at the End of the World on Hulu. Don't know I that don't one. I don't watch murder stuff. Yep. <laughs> Monarch Legacy of a Monster. I heard a review from a friend of mine and they liked it a lot. I like it too and it's starring Kurt Russell and you don't see Kurt Russell very often anymore. Uh, so he's terrific in it, and it's about monsters and Godzilla. And, Godzilla, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. it's being a big fan of Godzilla, I should probably see it. Yeah, it's entertaining. Uh, number four, Doctor Who on Max. Is, is this a new Doctor Who? I guess it oh, is. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Doctor Who has been around for 100 years. Yeah. Number five, my all-time favorite, only yep. four episodes. Yep. Worth every minute you will spend watching it. All totally the light agree. we cannot see. Yeah. Excellent. I didn't really want to watch it, and then I did, and I went, wow, that was really right? good. Right? I didn't yeah. want to watch it either, and the lead yeah. actress is blind. She's wonderful. Uh, well, and she really is blind. Well, she's vision challenged. She she has very low vision. Right. And uh, she plays a blind woman, and she's mm -hmm. spectacular. I see, em I see Emmys coming to that. Or... Yeah, she's terrific. She's yeah. really terrific. Then Hugh The Laurie Curse on Paramount Plus, Showtime, and FUBU. Lessons in Chemistry, again, Love something it. I can't recommend enough on Love Apple TV+. Plus. I mean, the series. Great movie. Uh, series, rather. From on FUBU. 
I don't know. Yeah, it's a horror thing. Okay, Far Away Downs. Don't know that. I saw it. I haven't seen it, but I saw that it was available. On Hulu? I don't know. And, of course, Yellowstone, right? Which I love. what's not to dislike about Yellowstone, Yellowstone and that's on Peacock. Yeah, Yellowstone's great. Uh, So, I mean, lots of stuff to watch. The holidays are upon us. And what can I say? Time for tech and time to go shopping and time to enjoy your family. Hey, have a great week, a great, um, uh, we'll see you next weekend on the show, and thank you for joining us. Thanks for being with us. Join us us next week and tell your friends, like us, subscribe. You don't have to download every episode, but we need need your support. So this is Marsha Collier and Mark Cohen saying, happy holidays. You've been listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought. How is it?